We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. A podcast where me, Nicole Byron, tries to figure out how I'm still single. Even though you could come in a corner over and over and over again until it makes a little mountain and you say, <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not corner come, it's a tiny ski mountain. I, <laughs> I would still date you. My guest today. Ah, shit. Where's my intro? <laughs> <laughs> My guest today is an actress from Queen Pins, Meet Time, The Sex Lives of College Girls, which I, I've seen episodes, it's very funny, which got picked up for a third season on HBO Max. I wrote your name out phonetically because I'm not going to fuck it up. <laughs> Please be excited. <laughs> it is as if I've never done an intro before. Okay, my guest today is Ilia Isorelis Paulino. Woo! I mean, you kind of, like, that was like a solid B. Oh, a B? Yeah. I've listened to, so I found a video, and by I found, my assistant Lindsay found a video of you <laughs> pronouncing your name on TikTok, yeah. and she sent it to me, and I listened to it no less than a hundred times, and <laughs> I wrote it phonetically, and... Uh, <laughs> you care, Nicole, you care. I really do, because... It's funny that, like, people with names that are slightly different get fucking butchered. But, like, Sue, Larry, or, like, Timothee Chalamet, they get pronounced correctly. (laughs) Uh, And I on purpose say his name funny because it's wild that we say that. So can you say it for me? I'm sorry. Oh, no, you got No, it was really, it was really, really good. Um, Ilia Isorelis Paulino. It was so close. Ilia Isorelis Paulino. Okay, yeah, baby. I would, said, I would answer okay, the call. Okay, yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, that was honestly really... What am I saying wrong? Honestly, you just sound like you're American saying it. So, like, I, you know what oh. I mean? 
great. Like, it's good. Yeah. I, that's fine with me. Um, <laughs> I speak very little Spanish, and what I do say is bad. It's, yo habla espanol un poquito, yo trabajador mucho, te habla espanol, but muy mal. <laughs> and that's the only phrase I know. Good enough. Good enough. You know what? Thank you. This is like affirming. I had therapy this morning. I'm feeling good from that. I'm feeling good from that. you saying my mediocrity is okay because <laughs> we can't all excel at everything. <laughs> Honestly, why would you want to even? Uh, I guess. I don't know. That seems exhausting. Here's a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me. You're single? You're dating? You're married? I'm single as fuck. Okay. Uh, thirsty as fuck. I'm drinking water every day. <laughs> um, I'm on the apps. What apps are you on? Oh, I'm on all of them. I'm on Tinder, Raya, Hinge. Um, I was on Bumble, but Bumble freaks me out. I like being pursued, so I'm like, I have to make the first mm. move, bitch ass. Yeah, it's weird now because I'm starting to get recognized. So like, they'll they'll be like, I loved you on your show. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. do you want to fuck? And they're like, nope, that was it. And I was like, well, bye. Yeah, I very recently um, matched with one of the crew members on my show. Oh, God. Uh, who, he was only there for a little bit. But he was like, we were just talking on the app. And then I was like, are you trying to take me out or something? And he was like, no, I matched with you to make sure that it wasn't a catfish. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, I'm so glad you're out here doing your due diligence and saving the world <laughs> from somebody catfishing as me. Because guess what? I would pick somebody fucking better. <laughs> okay, here's another question. Are you on Field? No, what is that? My God, it's a hellscape. So Field <laughs> is like a kink app where it's like oh. you can link your your profile to your partner. Um, you say the kinks that you are into up front on the profile. Um, and the reason why it's a hellscape is because every, like people will be like, hi. And you're like, hey. And they're like, do you want to jerk me off with your toes? And I'm <gasps> like, listen, we could get dinner before you proposition that. <laughs> you know, like I'm a sure thing. But like... <laughs> Let's just talk like people first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then, like you said, people were recognizing me on that. And I tend to not love that. Me neither. It makes me feel like I can't be as as ad, like adventurous as I want to. Cause last thing I want is them to like take screenshots and they'll be like, oh my God, Elia's a freak. Yeah. But also, being a freak is okay. <laughs> Unless it has to do with toes. And, like, no shade. If you're into feet, that's great. But I but don't get it. is toes freaky anymore? Is, toe, is that even freaky? I feel like everyone has a foot fetish. Not that I have If one. someone sucked on my toes, I'd be pissed. I'd be pretty Shut upset about up. it. Nicole, have you ever had someone suck on your toes? No, I barely like a pedicure. <laughs> You need to get a really good pedicure. I I just recently discovered Russian manicures and they get all mm-hmm. of the dead skin and like all of the cuticles. Get like a nice, like very pretty color, like a nice red, a nice dark mm-hmm. blue. And just have someone like, you know, just like spend your time with them, man. It's amazing. The thought of my foot 
in someone's mouth. It's clean. It's not going to be like dirty foot. It's they... not even dirty or clean feet. Feet are for walking, not sucking. And I just, I can't get behind it. Listen, baby, a lot of things are meant for other things and now are meant for sucking. Can we talk about it? Like what? I mean, if you think about it, like, I mean, penises are supposed to just, like, peeing and then yeah, you but put then that you shit in your mouth. Too. Exactly. Exactly. You're right. They're just shaking them off. So it's like, you're going to get a little pee every time. How <laughs> depressing. A little uh, bit. I don't know. There's just something about toes and feet. I don't like toes and feet. Like, if they, that's just not for me. Also, uh, yeah, I guess you can suck on my fingies. That's fine. I'll suck on your <laughs> fingers if you put them in my mouth, if that's what you want. That's fine. <laughs> There's nothing worse, though, than a salty finger, though, where you're like, ugh, where were you yeah. before this? Yeah, no, yeah. Or, like, when it's, like, when they're, like, their fingernails are, like, growing in and it's, like, I, I, I just stop. I can't do it. I'm just, like, yeah. if, if you can't take care of your fingernails, then I just don't trust you to take care of, like, your dick. You know what I mean? Like, I just... I mean, I yes. I don't trust it. I think most... Men are disgusting, which is fun. <laughs> so wait, okay, what are you looking for? What is your ideal sit? Oh my goodness. Right now, I'm in this era of like, um, finally wanting to date. I think I've mm-hmm. been in my whole era for quite some time. And it's hard though, because the bitch is still horny. So it's like, uh, okay, fine, you can come over and whatever. But I, me and my therapist were talking about it that, you know, she said something that like kind of rocked my world. She was like, Ilya, if, because I said something to the effect of like, oh my God, I have so much love to give. And she was like, Ilya, if the right person came to your life right now, like you would push them away. Like you're just not ready. And I'm like, Kim, Kim, <laughs> fuck you, Kim. You're right. And so I'm trying to like work up to a place in my life where I would like, if the person came along, I'd be in a place where I'm like accepting. What was the question? Mm-hmm. What am I looking for? Yeah, what are you looking for? I think we're getting there. Definitely somebody who's doing the work. I'm so uh-huh. I'm so over people who b- because I'm working on myself like trying to like work out my trauma and shit when I was like 4 and felt unpretty like mm-hmm. like I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm 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 looking for someone who's doing the work. I'm looking for someone who's funny but knows that ultimately I'm going to be the funnier one. Mm-hmm. Someone who's ambitious. Um I don't care about what, but you got to have something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to be like a janitor, you better be like the best fucking janitor in the whole Ooh, fucking county. You better fucking country. Clean. clean. If you're not Mr. Clean, I don't mm-hmm. want it. I would love Mr. Clean. I I have a thing for bald men. He's very handsome and he's very clean. Handsome. That's literally yeah. his fucking name. <laughs> He's Mr. Fucking Clean. Like, you just know he washes his ass. Like, you just know. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like more people should talk about washing the ass. Oh, 100%. Because you gotta do it. You have to turn around. You gotta open them cheeks. Gotta let the water fall through. Get some soap. Get up in there. There's so much, like, the technology that we have. Like, you can buy a bidet for, like, $20 on Amazon Prime. And and, and because Mr. Bezos, you get that shit in two to four business days. 
You mm-hmm. have no excuse for not having a clean ass. I truly just discovered bidets. I think it was last year I had them installed in my just on my regular ass toilets. I, I love that. Did what you said. I got me a tushy. Honestly, no, I'm not. I'm not doing ads for tushy, but I have tushies <laughs> in my house and they're fucking great. <laughs> I think everybody should have a bidet. When I go to people's homes and they don't have a bidet, I'm like, you're nasty. And I will go through your cabinets and I will see what other secrets you're hiding. Oh, 100%. I agree with you. I don't think I could be in a relationship and the next person I date has to be in fucking therapy. Honestly. They have to be. I don't give a shit if your life is perfect and you're happy or whatever. You have to be in therapy. 110%. I... I want you to confront the demon that was your mother and kill her and be the man that you were meant to be. Kill your mother. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't have (laughs) in-laws. Sometimes, oh, this is bad. It's not bad. But sometimes when I daydream, because, um, sometimes too excessively because it's, it's a little bit like disassociative but it's okay um whatever right sometimes when i daydream and i daydream about my perfect partner he is an orphan oh yeah okay i don't know what that says i should probably bring it up to kim in my next therapy session you maybe but then also maybe you just don't want to deal with other adults that aren't your adults i don't know maybe yeah old ass adults i don't know we'll see what kim says Kim's going to be like, pack it up. You're sick as hell. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But it is interesting. I mean, Mm -hmm. I want the opposite. I would like somebody who has parents because mine are on vacation and they (laughs) are never coming back. Not that permanent vacation. (laughs) Yup, they went up north and I don't know when they're coming back. (laughs) But yeah, I like want to go to someone's home for like Thanksgiving. Like I want someone's parents to like take me in. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the dream. But also, it's like, do I need that? No. <laughs> I went and saw lights yesterday, and there's this place in Pasadena mm-hmm. where the whole neighborhood has collectively said, we do Christmas lights. Every, almost every house is lit yeah, up. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. wild. I think I saw that on TikTok or something. Probably. And then people, like, walk through. Like, it's a thing that people, like, visit this neighborhood to just walk through. Yeah, and it's free, and it's nice, and it's fun, and you have to leave by 10 p.m. They're very strict about it. But um, <laughs> I, like, arrived alone because I texted a friend who was like, huh, no. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm going to go. I want to see. I you. love lights. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone. I'm a child. I love lights. You wouldn't have gone? Not alone. I don't like doing things alone. Maybe I should get like, work on that. Yeah, why not? I'll go to movies alone. I do. That's when I lived in New York. I would do a lot of stuff alone. Oh, my God. I did that once. I was in. Oh, my God. Back when I was an undergrad, I like I was like, I'm taking myself on a date because I think I had like had a date. But then they canceled. And I was like, fuck that. Mm -hmm. I bought the dress. (laughs) I made the reservations. I am going to go. And I saw the movie and I took myself out to dinner and I came home and I cried. I mean, that sometimes that will happen. But if you like take yourself on a date on a day that you're not supposed to go out with somebody okay, else, okay, okay. maybe that's cute. But I did get out of the car and was like trying to take pictures, and I was like, "Oh my god, everyone has a family and I don't." And I was like, "Better pack it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out of here." And none, you can look on my Instagram. I think it's still up. They're in my stories. 
not one picture is in focus. <laughs> the car wasn't moving at any point when I was taking those pictures and not a single, not nary a one is in focus. Oh, but, no. But yeah. You should have asked someone else to take pictures. Well, see, that's where I run into trouble, where people are having fun with their families and loved ones and they're like, like happy in a relationship. It's like this single woman being like, hey, excuse me, <laughs> I'm alone. I'll be like this for a while. Take a picture of me so I have a morsel of happiness. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be a little golem asking for a picture. But otherwise, I'm easy breezy, happy to go places by myself. I'm going to send you a selfie stick. Okay. Do you feel like that would help? I think I can handle, I think I can handle a selfie stick. But then I'm like, look at that sad woman alone with her selfie stick. And I don't want people to think that about me. It's also so funny that I think anyone is thinking about me. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're all so into ourselves. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. Not one person noticed that I was there by myself. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think think all performers and and, and actors have, like, some level of narcissism because it's like, Look at me. I have something to say and it's important. You must pay attention mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And I think life is about balance. You know, I think a little sprinkle of a little narcissism isn't like, I said sprinkle before anyone fucking cancels mm-hmm. me. A little sprinkle mm-hmm. of a little narcissism, you know, get that little confidence, a little delusional confidence. Yeah. Goes a long way. I mean, that's how actors get jobs. Honestly. You have to be delusional. You walk into a As room fuck. with eight other people who look identical to you, and you're like, they're going to pick me. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> That's literal delusion. It's crazy. It's even more delusional, because like I- I've never gone into a room, because I graduated during the pandemic, so everything has been like digital. So in my mind, there aren't even other bitches. Like, it's just me. Oh, that's literally insane. That's truly so wild. What mm-hmm. a dream. What a dream. No, <laughs> here's what you've missed out on. Driving to a lot, parking a full mile away from oh, where you no. need to be, and it's 82 degrees. No. And you're dressed in snow things because it takes place at a ski resort. <laughs> and then you go, you got to walk the mile, and then you get there, and then there's 20 other women who look identical to you, or you miss the black session, and you're sitting with a bunch of Asian women, and you're like, they don't know what the fuck they want. This is awful. <laughs> I'm glad I missed it. I would have blown a gas. I mean, very, very lucky. But I will (laughs) say, I do miss going into a room because you get adjustments. If it's a tape, I mean, if it's on Zoom, you get adjustments. But like a tape, I watched a movie where I didn't get the part and I was like, oh, I did it the exact opposite way. If they had just told me what they wanted, I could have just done that. (laughs) But hey, you know, they didn't want it. They don't want it. Wait, were you into Yale? I did. I'm smart. Yale School of Drama or Yale Yale? Oh, Yale School of Drama, bitch. Okay. What is it like to go to a um, upper crust Ivy League <laughs> fucking world-renowned conservatory? Uh, tiring. It's a lot. Uh, you cry a lot. There was a point in time where, like, I didn't remember the day, like... I couldn't remember what day of the week it was. And to find out what day of the week it was, you just think back to the last time you cried. And you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I cried in movement. And that's on Tuesday. And that was two days ago. So today is Thursday. Damn. But like, true story. Um, or like the last time someone else in your class cried. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not even kidding. So it was hard. It was a lot. Um, But I loved it. Um, I loved um, the people most of all. Like when, when you first, I mean, when you think of you, I mean, I thought of like sweater vests and like, a bunch of like old white people, but like the mm-hmm. Yale School of Drama, which it's it's there. Let me not, you know, but the Yale School of Drama really operates in its like own bubble, mm-hmm. and and so like it's really like its own world full of like weird, queer, uh, beautiful like like people who are just like too weird and too good for this world. And we kind of just, like, stay in the basement and create art. And then at the end of the three years, they're like, take this piece of paper. You are now a master. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I loved it. Oh, my God. It was so good. And I'm still really good friends uh, with a good bunch of them. Um, and even the ones that I'm not, like, terribly close to anymore, like, th- trauma bonds. <laughs> so, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, they say, like, the Yale Mafia is a thing. And it's definitely in a thing. It- it's a thing. Um, because you know, trauma bonds. So if they, if they would ever to <laughs> hit me up, I'd be like, yeah, what do you need? You loser. That's so funny. Trauma bond. I mean, it's not funny, but it's true. <laughs> it is and true. It is funny. Trauma does It's funny because it's true. You know what I mean? I think that's why, mm-hmm. that's why I love comedy because comedy is the most fucked up thing in this world, but it's true, which is makes it funny. I agree. Real quick. We have to take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talked to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I gotta say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So... Even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can, like, order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> 
without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. <laughs> anyway, okay, so you are six foot two inches tall. Yes, mama. Yes, I am. Is this true or is this a projection? No, it's true. I'm six foot two. How do you know? Have you measured yourself constantly? Constantly. And I always used to say, I had this one teacher in undergrad that, w- that was like, say you're six one. Because six one says... Majestic says, uh, like otherworldly says, statuesque. Six two says, shit, she's big. <laughs> so for a long time, I would say that I'm six one, but I, I am now. I'm, I'm big. I'm six two. Damn, that's <laughs> in. That's truly wild. What I a, know. What an inch an is inch, majestic, an and inch. then an inch is too big. That's where the line is. Wow. That is where the line is between six one and six two. Wow. A lot of acting teachers and just adults oh, in general ridiculous. say some really fucked up shit where you're like, what the fuck? An acting teacher told me I would never have a television career because my face did too much. It was too oh my expressive God. like a cartoon. And I was like, oh, so I <laughs> I don't know. That was just like be in the back of my brain in auditions. I'm like, don't move your face too much. But guess what? <laughs> it is what it is. And it's a and it's what brings you your money. Like it's so stupid. It's <laughs> it's it, it, it it's like your face, Nicole, is directly tied to your bag. <laughs> it really is, uh, <laughs> which is so wild. And it's a beautiful thing. <sighs> Truly, spent so long trying to tame myself until it was like, oh, I make money doing doing being me. Great. <laughs> I had this one teacher to tell me because when. When I was about to graduate, you know, I had I was going to sign a lease to New York, um, but I hate New York. But I had this mm. idea that I had to do New York because I had a teacher tell me to never do L.A. because I wasn't pretty enough for L.A. They're like, yeah. And then so I was like, I guess I have to go to New York, whatever, with the fucking rats and this piss. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then and then the pandemic hit, you know. And then, I mean, you know what happened. Everything kind of shut down. So I just ended up going home and then everything became virtual. And then the first thing I booked was in LA. And I was like, fuck you, bitches. Yeah, fuck that. Also, there's so many, I don't know. There, I feel like acting teachers are old people. And in like the yes. 90s, I feel like there were such interesting character actors and there was interesting mm. leads and shit. And I was like, I understand now it kind of skews like everyone kind of looks the same. But I was like... <laughs> But why why would you steer someone away because they have an unusual look? I'm like, that might make you bookable. And it's so sad because like when you're this was an undergrad. So like you're just I mean, you're coming from high school. You're so impressionable. And mm-hmm. you still haven't like learned that like a teacher's opinion is just a teacher's opinion. They're going to be throwing you like they're going to be throwing you stuff. They're going to be throwing you balls. And you know what? You don't hit at every pitch. You just don't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to let them go on by. And but at the time, you know, you take them as like law. And like, I just remember like being like, damn. Well, I knew I wasn't like a 10, but damn, bitch, I put on makeup. Sometimes I feel like pretty. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, fuck off. 
Yeah. Everyone is pretty to somebody. And then also it's like, my talents aren't tied in my looks. Honestly. There's a lot of ugly motherfuckers out there who are very talented. <laughs> who, who, and, and, and it's their lane. Like, there are people who are, like, very ugly, but very talented. And had they been born pretty, they wouldn't have gone where they are. You know yeah, what I, mean? I think, so. I absolutely get it. You Here's a mean? question. Yeah, what's up? Y'all, were y'all fucking at Yale? Were y'all hooking up with each other? My first party at Yale, I was propositioned a threesome. <laughs> and I was like, I've arrived. I think it's very funny that like theater kids and techies are seen as nerds, but they all just horny little freaks. They're when all I got horny. to acting school, everybody was fucking everybody. <laughs> it's very ancestral. Mm-hmm. Well, because like, I mean, in class, like you're asked to to like go like very like deep into your psyche and like you end up like admitting things or like doing things that you would only typically do with like a lover Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we had this one exercise where like we were all pretending to be like like um what's it called like kindle the the like wood whatever (laughs) on the forest Uh i know i know no i know i've done it too you wear, and then we're like all draped on like on top of each other's bodies, and mm-hmm. then like, sh- and then the teacher like, you know, like sh- she like takes a a flame, and she's like very slowly, and and like you don't mm-hmm. feel it until you feel it, and it ends up being like an a, an orgy. Mm-hmm. That's what it fucking like. If someone were to walk in, it was like an orgy with clothes on. Yeah, we used to have to. I talked about this with uh, somebody else, but we we used to have to tremor. So we would do morning yes, warm ups. Yes, yes, and they would teach you to tremor, which is just making like holding your muscle long enough for you to shake but i really just didn't fucking get it so i would just be <laughs> wiggling around on these people being like oh <laughs> and i was like i'm 18 what are we all doing <laughs> but yeah a lot of fucking in, in a theater school a shit ton of fucking especially because like i don't like like I don't know, like liberal artists tend to be like the most like fluid people out there. You know, I think mm-hmm. it's just like a, a a capacity for love. You know what I mean? Like the more artistic you find yourself, the more you realize that like all these things like gender and sexuality are like a construct, and then you're just like, well, what the fuck is out there? You know what I mean? Love is love. Love is love, baby. Wait, okay. <laughs> Have you been in a relationship before, baby? Okay, so my. I now say no. I used to say yes okay. because my first relationship was um, with a much, 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 much older guy. Mm-hmm. Like eight years older than me. And then and I'm like, how old were you? I was like 16, 17. And I was like, that's baby. fucking wild. I was like, baby, you were a victim. Um, so now I'm reclaiming and saying no. Okay. I love that. I love the reclaiming. I will never understand a 20 plus year old dating a yeah. high schooler. Especially now. So like he was, it was like eight, I was 16. He was eight, 24. And like, no one really knew either. It was like under wraps that like we were in the same, um, it was like a community theater. Like only like my sister knew it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not for me. And I'm yeah. glad that you're reclaiming it. <laughs> That makes me happy. Mm, makes me happy too, bitch. Okay, so you're on Tinder. You're on yes. Raya. How long did it take you to get on Raya? 
too fucking long. Disrespectfully type of long. Mm-hmm. Um, these motherfuckers are bullshit. But then when I downloaded it, I understood why. I was like, oh my God, these are all just fucking models. Um, yeah. I was like, oh God. And then, um, yeah, like real talk, my, my success rate on Raya is just not as high as it mm-hmm. is on other platforms. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Whatever. They're the one that's missing out. Um... But I do like the idea of finding someone on Raya because they tend to, they they tend to be more like ambitious and like have stuff going on. Yeah, but, I feel I like know. every profile I come across is like I'm traveling for these dates. I'm the CEO yeah. of a little corporation <laughs> I started myself that grosses me ten billion dollars, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. That's fun. I'm into that. It does sound shallow, but I'm like, I would like a partner to have a little bit of money so we go places. It's not shallow. I'm not saying you gotta be, like, a billionaire, but, like, I don't know. Like, I'm getting my shit together, and, like, I've seen relationships where where one of them was, like, the woman was the only breadwinner, and it's just a lot of stress. Like, my parents, you know? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Speaking of your parents, um... Your dad was a preacher? Is a preacher, yes. Pentecostal. What was it like growing up with a man Ooh. of God, a man of the cloth as a daddy? Girl, oh my God. It was it was a lot. It was tough. Um, <laughs> um very oh God. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> it was um it's it's this like love-hate relationship. Because like it would be a lie if I if if I said there wasn't like good parts of it, mm-hmm. um, and actually a big reason, much like a lot of people who grew up in the church, you know, who are artists today, a big reason why I'm an artist is because of the church, because it's a it, the whole thing's a fucking play, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and and the sense of community is beautiful, and the and and this and and like the true values, not the values that like people make up. But like you know, everything is based on love and 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 you know, love for one another. And I love all that shit. That shit's mwah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. But the older you get, and especially when I went off to college, and you get that distance from it, you're like, oh my god, I was brainwashed. Um, and yeah, and it's tough trying to figure out who you are outside of it when mm-hmm. when you know there are just things that you just don't agree with anymore. So then you're left like, well, shit, what, what do I believe? What do I know to be true? Yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I grew up in the church as well. My mother was not a minister or a preacher or anything, but she was very deeply religious and loved mm-hmm. God and kumbaya and all that shit. And so I had to go know. to like, like vacation Bible school and Sunday school and shit. And then I grew up and I was Girl, like, me too. this shit, there's stories, they're parables. I don't think it's meant to be taken literally. And yeah. I think it's wild that we sit here and we're like chastising and saying that, you know, God's going to, uh, he's a, he's a, what do they say? He's a vengeful God. I'm like, really? Yeah. Then where's all the love y'all were talking about before? Like what? It, it's yeah. And it's, and the way, especially the way that religion is being used now, it's like it's 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 just about control and especially controlling women and mm-hmm. and and like I remember, oh my god, I remember. I think I was like, hmm, I think I was like nine or ten or whatever. I don't know. It was no, it was after. 
Let's see. Yeah, no, it was like nine or ten because I got my period young. I got my period when I was like seven. Oh and my so God. by the time, yeah, girl. So then by the time I was like nine to 12, I started to like develop a little bit. And I remember wearing this skirt that I started to fill out more mm-hmm. and being called into um, like an, an office. And this, um, like w- w- one of the leaders of the church, like sat me down and was like, you're going to make your brothers in Christ fall. And I was like, and I just remember feeling so guilty. I'm like, oh my God, I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm so, so, so sorry. And so like that mentality and like, do I think it's, it's a complex issue because do I think the woman that was telling me this is like some like, what's that character's name in, in fucking Handmaid's Tale? Like the really bad one. You know, I haven't seen it. Bitch, you gotta get on that. It's such a good show, but I got I bitch, it's so good. I ain't never seen an episode. Bad Nicole. Oops. Bad, bad, bad uh, Nicole. Uh, 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 uh. Anyways, <laughs> there's there's a really evil bitch that's like super like fuck women, whatever, 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 whatever. Do I think she was like the devil? No, I think she's also like a victim of the issue at mm-hmm. hand. You know what I mean? But like Cause then you grow up and you're like, oh my god, I feel all this anger towards the church, and it's not, and it's not, and and you think it's towards the people. I first I, there was a time where like I blocked everyone from my church. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck them all, I hate them all. They all wanted to keep me down. <laughs> um, they wanted to stop me from being who I am. And like, and now I've recently like unblocked them because I'm like, oh my god, no, you're also, you're also like a. a a, a, a victim of the system that's in yeah, place. Yeah, been that indoctrinated with yeah. this like thought that women have to cover themselves up so their brothers in Christ don't fall as opposed to brothers in Christ just not ogling a child. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking wild. And I was like, isn't there a verse about gouging your eyes out? Like, let's talk about that Isn't there? It's like, if you feel the need to feel lustful, you better take them eyes out, poop them out. Scoop them like a cantaloupe. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> but of course, that's not what's followed. What's followed is no. like, you have to wear a longer skirt. You can't show them titties. But what if the titties want to praise the Lord? Who gave me the titties? The good Lord. And he should be able to see them when he wants to in the church. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he should. <laughs> Um, here's a question that I'm sure a bunch of people ask you. Do people go, do you play basketball when they see, like, when you stand up and you're like, oh, you're so tall? All the fucking time, though, then they, like, see me be active and then they stop asking that question. That's pretty funny. They're like, oh, no, the coordination is not there. (laughs) I just, oh, my God. And, and, and I, when I was really, when I was like in middle school, I played basketball because I was like, well, everyone keeps telling me that I should be good on this, so <laughs> fine, whatever. And I'd be so pissed by the time I get down to one end of the court, the ball yes. would be passed all the way to the back. And they're like, Eli, outrun, you have long legs. And I didn't really understand what that had to do with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, it's still taking me double as long to get to the other side of the court. So obviously my long legs don't fucking work. So everyone shut the fuck up and let me go home. I remember being in the game and looking at my coach. (laughs) This is how I knew it. I should have known I was going to be an actress at this point. I looked at this woman and I fully like had like Viola Davis tears. Like it was just like one or two tears (laughs) coming down. And I said, 
my body hurts, coach. Please take me out. <laughs> and that woman was just like, no. <laughs> no, you're not giving me any specifics. You're just saying your whole fucking body hurts. Stay in the game. <laughs> That's funny. I played basketball for a wee short time. And I too was like, so I got to run back and forth and jump and box out and fucking swipe the ball and grab rebound. This is too much. And then... I played as an adult and had a full-blown, like, asthma attack. I don't have asthma, but my body was like, we cannot withstand this physical activity. We haven't done physical activity in over a decade. And I'll never forget, my coach was, oh, God, oh, I just said I'll never forget. But now it's, like, really escaping me. Um, Eugene Cordero, he was my coach. And he, I was like wheezing and coughing and like, he was like, are you okay? And I was like, Eugene, oh no. <laughs> he was like, maybe you should sit down. And I was like, ah. And then I coughed and wheezed for a full three months after from one spout of physical activity. The body was not made for that. No, it, and, and that's real. I, I, and then, and you think I would have like, learn from my mistakes in middle school because then I got to high school and I'm like I want to be cool let me go audition for the basketball team audition for the basketball team (laughs) I've prepared a soliloquy for the basketball team (laughs) bitch when I walked in through those doors it was so funny seeing like the hope on Mm -hmm. on the coaches faces like wow wow, we might have something here. We might have a chance at States. <laughs> and then I get on that court and within like five minutes, I fell four times. That's very funny. That's honestly a dream. A dream come true. <laughs> and then I left and signed up to audition for the spring musical. <laughs> what was the first musical you were in? Ever was Beauty and the Beast. Ah, uh, Who did you play? I was the one and only Beast. Ah! Yes, ma'am. Uh, you know, we all have to start somewhere. I love it. And that production was highly illegal. Um, and we oh. used um tracks like from like YouTube or something. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, and it was in the OG key. And so like I would it was like a baritone, so I'd have to use like the octave when I couldn't hit those notes. It was very, very gank- like janky, but I loved it. And they didn't want so the there was a girl playing um bell and they didn't want us like kissing at the end so we just like embraced <laughs> fondly which arguably i think is way more homoerotic than if we would just like give each other a peck or something yeah like a deep emotional embrace like it was like a good 15 seconds yeah that's a i think you know i agree with you a little peck on the lips who fucking cares yeah. it's nice it's whatever and then I was like, why are they hugging so long? <laughs> I'm trying to think of what my first music. Oh, it was Bye Bye Birdie. And I played one of the parents. And we had one song where it's kids. I don't know what's wrong with these kids today. That's it. Um, I can't sing. It's really a point of contention for myself because I would be booked on a national tour of something till the day I die. <laughs> but I can't sing. Oh. Do you sing at all? I do. I actually started singing my daddy's church. Oh, see, that's nice. Yeah, my goal for next year is to have an EP. Just putting that out there. Oh, like an album? Mm-hmm. 
I was like an executive producer for now for songs. <laughs> Jesus Christ, my brain is dead. So wait, okay. So you do do like other athletic things. You pole dance, yes? Yes. And I I was telling um 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 your producer that um I pole dance because of you, bitch. I yes. So like the for like two years, I like would would follow like a lot of pole dancers on my Instagram. I would just like look at them and I'd be like, oh, maybe when I finally lose the weight, I guess. And then I came across on one of your videos. I was like, if that bitch is doing it, why the fuck can't I? And then that week I signed up for my full my first pole dancing. And then when I moved to LA, I was like, see where this bitch pole dances. And it's like eight minutes from my apartment. So so now I really yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's really funny. I, like, would wait to do things until I, like, lost a little weight or whatever. And then my friend Eleanor, I was like, what if I break the pole? She was like, she, like, sent me a video of, like, eight people on a pole. She was like, if all these, if eight people, (laughs) eight, eight people can be on this pole, you, one person could be on it. And then I thought about it and I was like, yeah, if eight fins can be on a pole, (laughs) one fat can be on a pole. (laughs) Because eight fins equals one fat. That's science (laughs) yeah and i have yet to rip out the pole in my house out of the wall me neither i did i got the i (laughs) i did i was doing a turn and this was not even the pole it was me i didn't install it right Mm. Um, like i knew it was a little off but i was like Mm -hmm. it'd be fine i'll just like extra (laughs) and turns out that's not how like physics work no, and I did, and the pole did fall, but it's not because I'm fat, it was because I didn't install it right. It happens to the thins all the time, it does happen to the thins. There's lots and lots of videos of thins pulling their poles right out of the wall, yeah. But also, do you climb? Can you go? Can you get upside down? I, I can't go upside down, I can climb though. I haven't, I, I, the last three months, I haven't been in the studio because I've just been so busy. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I've been back and I'm and I'm going to go see if I can still climb. But yes, I can climb. I just can't go upside down, though. Same. Climbing, I mean, it goes and comes. It's very like, the way the wind blows today, <laughs> I can climb. I feel that. The wind blew a different way. I can't do it today. I think me going upside down, I think it's a mental thing. Because like I, for the, I was pole dancing for maybe a year, still not getting my climb. Just frustrated as fuck. And I was taking a conditioning class at Luscious Maven. Um, with Veronica. Um, She's my favorite. I love her. I love her. She's so nice. And she'll literally go home and think about how a move, she can make a move work for you better. Yes, I love her. And I'm like, all exercise people should do that. Instead of being like, oh, this fat ass. It's like, (laughs) how can this fat ass do it differently? (laughs) Yes, and I love her for it. And she... um, I was like telling her, I was like, so frustrated. I was like, because I can't climb. And she was like, can you dead hang? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, yeah, she's like dead hang for me. And I could do it for like, like a good solid, like 25 seconds. Mm-hmm. It was like, you can climb. She's like, she's like, it's mental. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> and then I did it. And then I was like, you can't cry in class, Elia. <laughs> but it was amazing. But you can. So I, I, I think. I think me not being able to go upside down is also like a mental thing. Cause I do that. I mean, oh my God. The, when you said like holding off things to do and like waiting until like I lost more weight or something. 
Mm-hmm. Bitch, I if I could be a spokesperson for that person, that'd be mm-hmm. and it's so dumb and like and like it's it's also interesting and, and frustrating how pervasive that mentality is. Cause then mm-hmm. you no, know, you like beat that and you're like, fuck it, I'm gonna go take the pole cloth. And then you think that like you're not that person anymore but then you realize like everything is everything and actually that mentality has actually like sleep through in other aspects of my life and you're like oh my god what else am I holding back because I'm a big bitch (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and I think if you like think about it it's a lot of things yes like I know sometimes I don't really put myself out there dating wise because I'm like nobody wants this fat bitch bitch tell me how I think it was like two weeks ago I don't know but there was like um what's it called like like a like a like a social event but for like singles or whatever Mm -hmm. when the when the game with the with the ball what's it called soccer I don't know (laughs) are they kicking the ball or throwing the ball I think they're kicking the ball so I think it's soccer soccer and then (laughs) There was like it was when like the tournament was going on. I don't know. You could tell I'm a sports person. Can you not? World Cup. That one. This is fun. Thank you. I really. This is a real treat for me. I like hearing things described and then calling out what I think it is. <laughs> you <laughs> win, bitch. You win. <laughs> and there was like a singles event to like watch the thing, and I was planning to go with one of my best friends, and then he ended up not going, and then I was just like, well, I can't beat the fat bitch that goes alone. Mm-hmm. I was like, they're gonna. Think I'm the fat bitch that goes alone. <laughs> yeah, but then it's like, if you really break it down, it's like, it's a singles event. Yes. So it's like, everybody there is single, yes. hopefully. And then it's like, you're there to meet somebody. So it's like, even if you brought a friend, you're still trying to like, make a different friend or like, you know, fuck somebody. So it's like, why not go alone? Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you're worried about being rejected preemptively. Yeah. That's, exa- that's exactly what my therapist said. Oh my God, Nicole. Well, I just talked about this today with my therapist. I was like, <laughs> I'm fine being rejected in my career. It's they. I'm not yeah. the person they wanted. And that's fine. There's other roles for me that I know I'm going to book. But it's like, will I book the role of a girlfriend? <laughs> Bitch, tell me how I was... The role of a wife. <laughs> I was literally, I was literally having this conversation with my therapist. I was like, Kim... You know, I can see where my career is going to end up crystal clear. I may not know how I'm going to get there. I may not know what's going to be in between. But at the end, bitch, I'm going to be somebody. And like, I can I, I can mm-hmm. pass a lie detector test. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me how I have such difficulty picturing myself in a relationship. Yeah, because it's like, well, what the fuck does it look like? It's like, I've seen myself on television. Yeah. I've seen myself, you know, doing little bit parts in movies here and there. But it's like, what does it look like to have someone in my home? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I barely get used to my dog that lives with me. I love my dog. What's your dog's name? His name is, well, his full name is King Tobias the Third. Oh, There is no first or second. I just thought it sounded really good. That's pretty funny. I like that. What a treat. And then, but I call him Tub for short. Oh, Is he there? He's sleeping in the other room. I see. It's wow. napping time. Clyde's napping on a pillow. <laughs> he is my king. I love him. I the other night I looked him dead in the eyes. And I was like, you're the only man I can depend on. And then 
he just cocked his head at me because he was like, uh, none of that sounded like treat or walk or dinner. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. And then I started laughing so hard because I was like, yeah, now I'm a single lady sitting in my house just like whispering to my dog. <laughs> Nicole, I've had the same exact um, conversation with my dog. I mean, and it's true. It's uh, it's He gives me kisses and I'm like, he's excited when I come home. I was like, wow, you love me. I love that. Yeah, my dog loves me. He's got the stinkiest breath, but he loves me so much. And I don't care. And I don't care. No. I'm like, wow, that's how you know I love him. Yeah, because it's like this hot breath idiot that I have to pick up his shit. I let him live in my home. That's love. Okay, here's a question. Your career is like fucking like it's it's hot. It's hot. She's in things, you know? She's moving. She's moving. She's booking. Um, If you met a man... Who checked every fucking box? He's okay. the perfect height. He looks good to you. He's okay. got a job. He's got money. He okay. he's kind. He's caring. He's giving. He wow. uh, he's like all your love languages, and he responds to them. He got fat ass dick. That's nice. Dick wow. you down good. And every time you want it, not too much, not too little. But he says you work too much, and I need you to slow down. What would you do? Well, he's not my perfect man. Mm. she passed therapy's working <laughs> ding 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 correct answer <laughs> yeah I feel the same way I'm like if I had a partner who made me in any way feel like I worked too much mm. or they wanted me to like be home more it's like this is not sustainable that's that's insecurities because I know when I am working at full capacity I know what it feels like for me when I am doing too much, because I think I do think that is a valid concern when someone doesn't know how to balance work and 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 like like care, like like workaholic is a thing. Mm-hmm. But I uh, don't tell me where my capacity is. Like I I I can do a lot, bitch. And if you can't keep up, well, that's on you. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and I I I saw this video. Yesterday, I think it was like when like Meryl Streep met her um met her husband and and he said something to the effect of like would just let her like shine and and like this this the same thing like she was like a big thing why she fell in love with him was because like he he appreciated her her like work ethic and and her dreams and and what she wanted to accomplish. Mr. Streep, have we ever seen him? No, and I love that. Me too. I would love someone who's like... And he's a painter, so he's still like artistic. I'm looking at Meryl Streep's husband, which is the best part of this episode. Me typing. (laughs) (laughs) Don Gummer. Yes, Mr. Don Gummer. Oh, he looks like he would love a Meryl Streep. Yeah. Yeah. And, And I've never even, like... And I went to school with Louisa and like, and, 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 and Meryl would come and, and, and see her. And, and I, st- I, I still haven't met Mr. Don. Louisa Jacobson. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he, she, uh, that she had a daughter named Louisa. I knew about <laughs> Mamie, 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 Mamie Gumner. <laughs> Mamie Gumner. <laughs> what a fun last name. Gumner. <laughs> oh boy she's having fun on her own um so you've met meryl tell me about that meryl is um a little weirdo but in the best way okay i was in a production with we were doing um 
the uh, the Chekhov play with with the fucking bird. Three sisters. No, with the bird. Uh, 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 the seagull. Okay, thank you. Yes. So we were in the seagull together. I was playing Nina, and and she was playing um, Arcana. And it was one of, I mean, it was one of my favorite plays to do at Yale. It was probably, it was definitely top three. Mm-hmm. And oh, while the play is going on, this is also the show that my my mom and my aunt were at, and they just happened to sit directly in back of Meryl. And my mm-hmm. mother doesn't speak English like at all, but she's very supportive. And anytime mm-hmm. she's in a play of mine, if anyone else is laughing, she'll laugh louder. Without even mm-hmm. like knowing the joke, <laughs> you know, she wants to support me. And in mm-hmm. this one scene, I'm like doing this monologue, and it's one of those that like it's funny, but then it like flips really hard, and it's like like beautiful and poignant, whatever. Um, and I'm monologuing the shit out of that fucking monologue, um, and it gets really serious, and then all of a sudden you just hear a cackle, <laughs> and I'm like, that's my mom. And afterwards, because my sister was with her too, apparently Mara had like turned around and just like looked at her. Mm-hmm. And my aunt was like, it's okay. That's her daughter. <laughs> She's like, my daughter sings. Her name is Nuri. <laughs> um, so that happened. And then after the show, she like grabs my face and she was like, She's this little thing and her eyes take up like half of her face with her glasses. Super duper cute. Mm-hmm. And she grabs my face and she was um and she was like, You got it, kid. You got it. And I was like, I have Meryl's stamp of approval. No one can tell me anything though. That's nice. Isn't it? That's so nice. She's nice. What a nice fucking story to have in your heart. And just bring out on a rainy day when you're like, boo-hoo-hoo. Wait a minute. Meryl fucking Streep said, I got it. I got it. I got that shit. That's nice. (laughs) What other plays did you do at Yale? I'm very curious because we, at at my conservatory, we didn't do full-length plays. We just did selected scenes from plays. Oh, ew. Mm, Yeah. I did, my favorite plays, I did Twelfth Night at the Yale Rep. I played Mariah. Um, mm-hmm. You would be an amazing Mariah. I know. I love Twelfth Night. <laughs> it's my favorite Shakespeare play. It's the only one that I like. Midsummer Night's Dream, I think, is overrated. And then uh, no, I do like Romeo heart. and Juliet. Um, and then I do like Hamlet. And Macbeth is fine. Fine. But Twelfth Night, I think, is so fun. It's the only one I like. I, th- I know they're meant to be seen and not read. Yeah. But it's the only one I read that I was like, oh, Yum, 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 yum. The the language and what's happening is so like luscious and fun. But yeah, I do like Twelfth Night. I also like She's the Man, an Amanda Bynes adaptation. I <laughs> love <laughs> She's the Man. What a great piece, a masterpiece of American cinema. I genuinely think it's a masterpiece. I think it's so <laughs> fucking funny. I love it. I... I I want to have one of those rom-coms um, under my belt, too. I want to have a rom-com where it's like, I come from the city and I go into the country and meet a liberal cowboy who <laughs> finds me annoying at first. 
and I find him disgusting. But then we're locked in a cellar, no way out. And so we play a game of Monopoly and we find <laughs> that we have amazing chemistry and I get cold. So he takes off his shirt to keep me warm and I get a good look of his 12 abs and then we fuck and then we get married. I mean, this is, where's Lifetime? <laughs> Mr. Lifetime, here's a movie for you. Wait, we have to take a, another break. This is so late in the episode. Sorry, Mars. Let's take a break. Woo! Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that Everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Bebop, boobop, we're back. Um, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, truly, that's a Lifetime movie. That's delightful. Yeah, that would be the dream. Not the dream, but like a dream. It could be the dream, whatever. Like, that's your dream for now, then you have another dream later? That's what, <laughs> that's what sleep is for. Many dreams happen. You're so right. I, yeah, I want to be in a rom-com too. Because I feel like the rom-coms, the fats have gotten, are very far and few in between. And then they're not even real fats. No. They're like slight fats who are like, ouch, I bumped my head and suddenly I think I'm pretty. (laughs) And it's like, what if the fat went into it with no question about her beauty? I was literally having this conversation with my friend um, yesterday. We were watching, um, what's it called? We were watching one of my favorites, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what it is. I remember her, I remember seeing the movie when I was younger and I remember her being much bigger 
Yeah. When she is, that bitch is like a size 12. Like, yeah. maybe a 10. You know, I was like, that bitch isn't big at all. And like, and, and that happens a lot. Like, um, like that one character from like Degrassi, like th- th- there's a shit ton of yes. characters that we were told were like the fat ones. It's just because they have round faces and people seem to not understand that round faces does not equate fat. Because I've seen some very thin faces and seen the bottom and been like, damn. And I've seen some <laughs> round faces and seen the bottom and said, ooh, so slim. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> It is funny, like, what we were fed as fat in the, like, 90s and 2000s. It, like, blows my fucking mind. It's, and I saw this one TikTok of, um, what's her name? She's gorgeous. Um, 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 the first plus-size model on, 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 Sports, on Sports Illustrated. Uh, what's her name? Oh, she's got dark hair. Ashley Graham? Yes, yes, yes. How, like, when she first broke out, it was, like, this huge thing. And then I saw the picture that they used. I was like, that bitch isn't even like, oh my, she has hips. That's what she has. Yeah, I feel like it's okay. So one of my favorite things on the internet is I love my curvy wife. Do you know who this man is? I just saw a video about him on YouTube like 20 minutes before I really? popped up on this call. Yes, bitch. That man is... I, I am like, obsessed with him. I need, a, like, a study into this man. Because... Yes. You go. You go first. Well, it was like he came into the zeitgeist being like, I'm not ashamed that my wife is slightly bigger than others. Yeah, my friends maybe would make fun of me for liking a curvy woman, but I love my curvy wife. And then you see the wife and you're like, wow. I mean, she's just a normal woman. If anything, she's this new thing that people call mid-sized, which I really hate because I'm like, you're just healthy. I don't know. Like, you're just like, you're a normal weight. I don't understand what the, the persecution of a mid-sized woman is. You can still find clothes. <laughs> you don't have to order everything online. I'm shipping shit in overseas and it still don't fit. And I'm like, where's the spandex? <laughs> the, the tiny hands are not sewn right. But I'm just like, what, what is this like a mid-sized, like, here's my haul. It's so hard being me. And not saying that, you know, people's lives aren't hard. But it's just like, I keep seeing these like very normal looking women being like, look at this. Here's how, I don't know, whatever. But I saw her and I was like, I would be devastated if my <laughs> husband made such a big deal about me having titties and hips. Yes. And now she's on a fitness journey. Yes. And he, <laughs> I can't, oh, the video I saw was like, how do, how do I feel about my wife going from curvy to slim thick? Don't care. I love my slim thick wife. And I was like, the branding is still there. And and he's a rapper now. Yes, and he's got a song about liking thick women. Nicole, all his songs are about thick women. All of them. All of them. Uh, I was like, what do you, which one? I have no idea. Like, the... The the song that you are referring to, I have no idea which one you're referring to because they're all about liking fat women. Uh, and it warms my heart because I I was following them, pre- not like really following them, but I, I would check in every now and again. And they bought a house. Uh, they I think they have like clothing or something. They, they do a ton of brand deal. And I was like, they really rode this, this wave of fatness that there wasn't any of to the bank. <laughs> let me let me roll my fucking fatness to the bank and really fucking cash in. <laughs> Come on. 
And like, Ugh. I I go back and I, because also there's also a part of me that's like, wow, you're giving him a platform for <laughs> liking a person. Like, <laughs> like in, in yeah. the, what's the standard solo? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, theoretically, I would love for my partner to shout their love for me from the rooftops. But I don't want it to be looks based. Like I yeah. would love someone to be like, I love my sexy, talented wife. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You no, know? I fully, fully, fully agree because I mean it goes both ways, right? Like I think men who like on like men who only like the models because they're like what they look like. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like they're not really liking the person. They're just like, what, 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 that she looks like Gigi Hadid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It goes the other way too. It's just, it's just less, I'm, I'm not even going to say it's less common because there are motherfuckers out there that love themselves a fat baby. Yeah. It's just it's, less popular or like yes. less mainstream, I should say. But mm-hmm. like, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? So it's like, so if I lost a hundred pounds, you're not going to love me anymore? Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and that's like weird to think about. But as we know from Curvy Wife or Curvy Wife Loving Husband, <laughs> she did lose some weight and she now did. she's th- slim thick and he still loves her. <laughs> and that's the moral of the story of this episode of Why Won't You Date Me? <laughs> you may lose a couple pounds, you'll remain slim thick and you will find love. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. We have come to the end. Oh, I do have heart. a question. Yeah, what's up? I think I know what's happening. Would you date me? Of course, Nicole. Of course. Thank you. It's always nice and like a confidence booster to like go through the rest of my day being like, somebody would date me. (laughs) Feels nice. Wait, okay. Do you have anything you want to promote before we get the fuck up out of here? Um, everyone, um, the full seasons of one and two of Sex Lives of College Girls is out now on HBO Max. Um, yeah, if you love me, tell me. Slip into those DMs. Also, I'm single in my DMs. Slip in, I was literally just saying slip into those DMs. Open. What is your instagram what are your handles what my tell instagram, the people it's my name it's elia isorelis paulino um you're gonna look me up on imbd to find that and uh, <laughs> and uh my twitter is paulino elia wait you went to south africa to shoot was it pretty it was gorgeous it was gorgeous did you have time to just like hang out yes a lot of time to hang out okay what's there to see in south africa did you see big elephants um everything um that's the one thing i didn't do i didn't do safari and i deeply regret it but if we get a season two that's the first thing that i'm gonna do is go nice. elephants because i love elephants i love elephants too and i just found out that brooklyn beckham is now a photographer and he released a coffee table book or he's going to release a coffee table book and there's um a picture from just literally google brooklyn um brooklyn beckham coffee table book and the one picture from it is just a blurry elephant with the caption beautiful in person tough to capture in on a photo and i was like but that's the deal this is a coffee table book what do you mean like that's your job wait okay another part of the podcast that people love where i'm gonna google it for you so (laughs) you can see it I googled it last night because it really made me laugh harder than anything in the whole world. 
the, the caption says, elephants in Kenya, so hard to photograph, but incredible to see. That's the fucking picture that's going to be in a book. Oh, no. It's backlit, and you literally can't even tell it's an that's elephant. That's horrible. That's giving, I totally forgot my deadline was next week. <laughs> oh, God, it really brings me joy. I love it so much. Okay, we've wrapped, we've come, we've wrapped up. Jesus Christ. We've come to the end. Truly, sometimes when I'm doing episodes of this podcast, it is like I've never recorded an episode before. I'm like, how do we end it? <laughs> well, this is it. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Oh my God, thank um, you, Nicole. You're so great on no. the sex lives of college girls. <laughs> I The two episodes I watched, I was like, ooh, baby, this is fun. Wow. And I like skipped around. Okay. Um, what I did was I was just looking for episodes where you were... I would just look for you in scenes Um, because just to prepare for this interview. And then I went back and watched a full episode. Anyway, great. Thank you so much for being here. Um, If you like this episode of why won't you date me? You can like it. You can rate it. You can subscribe on Apple podcasts. If you write me something nasty hitting on me, no dick pics, none of that shit. Marissa doesn't like it. Um, You can write me something. This nice person said, Hey, big, sexy, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know you don't like soup. So how about I eat gazpacho out of your butthole instead while you watch ghost on repeat? We could talk about how our Zodiac signs clash and we try to make it work anyway, but it doesn't. So you let me keep your tooth as a souvenir because oh. I cleaned your butthole like an ant eater eats ants. Love your funnies. If you're ever in Columbus, just kidding. I know you hate it here. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I fucking hate Ohio. It's one of the worst states. Um, but if you live there, I get it. You're trapped. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by... Oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. (laughs) This has been a Team Coco production. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 